right, today we're talking with Hernan Vasquez again. Hernan joined me for the very first episode of the Real World Productivity Podcast. And seeing as how we're located together, since we're normally, what, like 10,000 miles? Around that. Yeah, Yeah. just roughly. uh, Figured we'd do a quick follow-up. So we talked to Hernan in, I believe, November or December of last year. Uh, So this is going to be a quick follow-up. So... As noted in that podcast, uh, Hernan's more on the action taker uh, side of things, less of a long-term planner. <laughs> yeah. Not in a bad way. But yeah, for better, <laughs> for the worse. Yeah. So I guess, first of all, welcome, Hernan. <clears throat> oh, thank you for having me, Adam. Thank you so much. It's been a blast uh, seeing how you are uh, developing your podcast. So uh, yeah. I'm super pumped for this. So thank you. Yeah, definitely. It's been good to talk to a bunch of different people and seriously to have you back on. Right. So uh, if... We have any weird pauses? It's because we're doing this in a, a house while we're having a business meeting with our other partners, and mm-hmm. they're they're sitting across the room, probably giving us weird looks. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's uh, correct. Cool. So uh, you know, we talked about it last time a little bit. How you know you're more action oriented, and you weren't as worried about processes and and systems. And not that you didn't believe in them. You you certainly believed in them, but you realized that they weren't your strong points. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just curious over the past year, has any of that changed? Have, have you developed systems to help you mm. fix any issues with that or what are you doing? Yeah, great question. Yeah, I, I think that the the action, the ready, fire, aim type mentality, the action taking mentality is still there. Mm-hmm. But I do think that, you know, uh, growing businesses and having different projects and whatnot, um, it has definitely changed towards a more uh, process slash systems oriented just because of the fact that I've been growing a team for the past, you know, a couple, I would say for the past 12 months. Mm-hmm. So that re- definitely requires processes to, to go up and I've even hired a project manager slash process person. So yeah, I, I mean, a lot has been going on in terms of that and then you realize that it's necessary and there might or might not be some influence from you on that regard. <laughs> but, uh, but oh, don't be shy. You can tell people. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's all thanks to Adam. <laughs> so, but no, in all seriousness, yeah, it, it has changed dramatically. In fact, um, I'm part of a couple of big projects right now that demand a lot of time, but I wouldn't be able to have been traveling for the past 15 days if it wasn't because of those processes that I put together at, at some point. So Nice. Yep. Um, so cool. Let's circle back around to hiring. So you've <clears throat> talked about building a team over the last year. Yes. Um, I know you've had a, te- a team or at least the start, you've had an employee basically mm. for longer than a year. So mm. I'm just curious, what was your first hire for? Um, a personal assistant. Okay. Yeah. And so in your, like for you, what did that cover? Well, it covered... Like, um, was it was a part-time, full-time? Uh, well, so it was a part-time initially. Mm-hmm. Um She's still, I mean, she's still a part-time, but we're moving, uh, I'm planning to, when I get back home, I'm planning, planning to move her into a full-time position, mm-hmm. just because of the fact that initially I, I started delegating on her a lot of stuff that, ha- uh, stuff that had to do with, um, you know, spreadsheets and reports and all of that kind of stuff, and she's local as well from where I'm at, mm-hmm. so it's good to have somebody local that you can trust and and, you know, since I've been traveling a lot, it's good to have somebody local over there. So I kind of had that in mind when hiring. So uh, it's been a relationship in development. It's been a long relationship. I think that for some high level type of positions, you might want to, you know, take that route. It's yeah. not that easy to just hire, you know, fire up a hiring funnel, which you could definitely do and get a lot of good people uh, that way. And we've done it several, like multiple times. But the fact that that was that was like my first hire and she's been evolving as you know the businesses the different businesses that we run have been evolving as well so 
it's not like a it's a really dynamic position that she has so she has to be problem solving so she has to be doing all sorts of different fun stuff cool so was that the first um, kind of personal assistant you had hired and it's just and it worked out right away yep okay I mean with yeah with the cap I, I would say that yes with the caveat of it was a lot of training mm -hmm. both for her and for me yeah. You know, directing her and whatnot. When I hired her, big mistake, I didn't have a lot of processes developed. Mm -hmm. So I then realized that I needed that and I hired a process developer, which is also a project manager. Mm -hmm. So I hired that person uh, because of the fact that I needed to develop a lot of processes. And I'm not as detail-oriented as, you know, you or, or Bradley, you know, one of our partners mm -hmm. is... So I'm like a more like a high level type thinker. So what I do is just, you know, sit down, record a video of what I have in mind that needs to be done. And then this process person will go ahead and break it down like in really tiny, itsy bitsy steps. So that has helped me and her in terms of my personal assistant in terms of what needs to be done and what's the expected outcome, if that gotcha. makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Uh, something I actually just wrote a couple weeks ago was kind of a... Uh, first hire checklist for people because mm -hmm. another group I'm a part of what they were asking, you know, uh, everybody in the group, you know, do you have any um, ideas for me because I'm getting ready to hire, I think, what should I know or not know or what should I do? Right. And should I do it myself or should I go out and do it? And I think that it's unique to each situation, but I argued that he should do it himself. Mm -hmm. You should hire someone because it's, as a as you're trying to grow a business, it's something you need to have under your belt, the mm -hmm. ability to hire people and understand people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He yeah, ended up not agree. taking my advice, but mm -hmm. that's fine because I also created kind of a checklist of like what you just talked about where it's like, yeah, if you don't have any processes developed yet, mm -hmm. then it's not that you can't hire someone. It just makes the process more difficult mm -hmm. and time consuming and you got to be aware of that up front that like, okay, well, you took on someone like in your case, but... The downside maybe of that was, okay, well, you have to invest a lot of time into that person. Yep. But then the upside after that is, well, you invested the time and now you've got a, a personal assistant who can yep. do processes and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's that's actually a great point. And uh, we usually, you know, advise on people taking the other, the other route. But again, this comes back to the ready, fire, aim mentality. Oh, you know, I'm getting overwhelmed with stuff. I need to hire somebody medium to high level to help me with all of this stuff. Okay, let's hire somebody, yeah. and then uh, and then go ahead and, and develop the processes. So yeah, and at the end of the day, you're paying for that time. Mm -hmm. And the reality is that if you start the other way around, if you start like I did, which is uh, hiring somebody without having the processes, the problem with that is that you're paying for a lot of um, how would I put it, leisure time, because yeah. you don't have stuff ready yet. So the the other person is waiting for you to actually command him him or her, which sucks. Yeah. So and that that you know that's something that I I. I, I kind of recognize that, uh, uh, you know, that you're kind of training that person into being responsive to what you need instead of being an action taker, you know? Mm -hmm. Now, conversely, what I did after that experience, which has been, you know, neither bad or good, it's been an experience and a mm -hmm. learning process, what I did was the complete opposite. For example, for my social media accounts, I have somebody that manages that, but I laid out the entire process step by step first, and then we decided to bring somebody on board to yeah. check the boxes. So that was amazing because I could have somebody trained in maybe two weeks instead of, you know, and two she's completely, yeah, yeah, instead of two or three months. And she's completely autonomous on that. 
granted, we'll have some quirks and ends. You know, the process are living and breathing and whatnot. And I, I am kind of empowering this person, this team member on having, you know, hey, if you think that a process could be done better, just let me know. We'll make it better for you. Um, but that has been like day and night. So, yeah, instead of getting some somebody up to speed with little to no tasks to complete over the first weeks and then slowly ramping that up, you have somebody just like that, ready to go. you know, ready to go, hitting the ground running. That's cool. Yeah, and I think you touched on something that's really good, and that's uh, having uh, feedback and and kind of instilling that in people. I think there's a certain level, whatever you're comf- you being the anyone who's listening, whatever you're comfortable with with your employees or VAs, where you know maybe you want them to get started and mm-hmm. you have a process laid out for them and you just have them do that and maybe after 30 60 90 days once they've proven they can do that you know you widen the scope a little bit and say you know here's the feedback mechanism whereby if you think something can be done better can you save time can you save yourself time mm-hmm. um, you know things like that and you say either I don't you can do this however it works best for your business whether it's you know send a message on slack mm-hmm. or you know have a form submission and uh, describe it or something like that and empowering these people because everyone if they're truly invested in their work they're probably going to want to help yeah and, and if you never ask them though then that's in my opinion that's on our shoulders to set that up or to ask those people oh yeah um and you know i i'm guilty of not doing it as much as i should but that's mm-hmm. something i'm working in and yeah we've yeah. gotten some good results we've asked some of the people who work for semantic mastery you know what they can do or what they could do better if we help them what do you need things like that mm-hmm. and we got answers right away like uh, my computer upload speed is kind of slow. Great, we'll get you a VPS with mm-hmm. a really fast connection. You yeah, know, the types of things like that where we're we're helping remove issues. Mm-hmm. So, cool. All right. Well, I think on that topic, we're pretty good on employees. I am going to dig into this and see what else we got. All right. So we've talked about uh, hiring employees a little bit about that. I want to bring it around to a, a subject that everybody loves talking about. Uh, what t- tools do you use in your business as far as productivity, organization, mm-hmm. and running it? Yeah, that's that's uh, great questions. Um, well, we use Slack for pretty much everything. Um, in uh, for for communications, like I try to put everything in there. Mm-hmm. The only problem with Slack which makes me kind of <laughs> mad, is the fact that you cannot send audio messages, you yep. know, and I, I like to press a button and send you an audio message that you can, because, you know, you can have a two-minute audio message and, and instead of typing that out, but that's that's just something that I I would like that to have, but other than that, everything is in there, all of the communications, everything. We use Google Drive a lot mm-hmm. for everything that has to do with saving, you know, files, sharing, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I use uh, G Suite, for some projects, which is, you know, like uh, compiling all of the stuff that Google Drive provides over there. So we use that. I also use uh, Evernote for notes, like general note-taking, yeah. uh, stuff that I need to remind myself, the calendar, Google Calendar, if it isn't on the Google Calendar, it doesn't exist. Um, let me see what else. I'm, I've been trying, uh, we use Trello for the most part for processes and to have like a, a processes laid out even if they are like not being actively used, you know, no, you don't have somebody like checking all the boxes all the sure. time, but you have a like you have them there. So that's cool. We, we use Trello. And now I'm starting to use Monday a little bit for some stuff. So that's cool. Uh, I'm I'm digging it. I I think that there's this learning curve, and you have to set up the stuff like the the boards and the pulses and everything that you need to set up the way you like it. But then once that's done and you learn how to use it, it's great. Yeah. Um, let me see what else. Um, and I think that's pretty much it in terms of 
day-to-day stuff. Right, yeah, day-to-day stuff, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. So one more question I got for you is, so you deal with a handful of clients. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you personally deal with, uh, you know, not juggling, but how do you deal with having multiple clients and client kind of demands? Yeah, that's a great question. I try to batch my day mm-hmm. and to, like, split my day in because I've always, like, I've always since I can remember, I've always juggled more than one project. You know what I'm saying? For better, for worse. That's been my modus operandi for quite a while. So I'm not um, unfamiliar with, you know, juggling, like trying to move every project forward. Now, I try to batch my day, right, in tasks. So for example, if I had to spend a couple hours on a business manager or writing copy, whatever, I try to do that first thing in the morning. So I dedicate one or two hours to that and then all of the reporting and everything goes there and then I try to do the creative stuff um, when it comes to like near noon Mm -hmm. and then in the evening or afternoons or all the meetings and all the you know the bureaucracy that comes with that but that's basically it like I I also I've hired somebody in my team that helps me with the daily operations you know we do a lot of Facebook ads Mm -hmm. so I train him on how to how to actually run all of the stuff with my direction so she he will take care of the monitoring and all of the day-to-day with my kind of guidance so that has allowed uh, unloaded a lot of like daily day uh, day-to-day uh, operations so that's basically how I how I have it set up like depend and also depending on time zones yeah. because you know so I have a couple clients on Pacific I have a couple clients on Eastern so depending on time zones that's how I kind of uh, you know that how how the my day revolves around those time zones too so cool all right well as we're getting started to wrap this up uh one last question what's the best book you've read in the last year and you can you could do more than one if you want okay but, uh, i try yeah what's anything come to mind yeah definitely uh in the last year okay so um yeah uh, i'll name a few so pre uh persuasion mm-hmm. which i'm actually carrying it right now um i've read um Awaken. I, I'm rereading Awakening the Power, the Giant Within. Okay. Uh, from uh, Tony. Tony. Robbins. Tony. Yep. Yeah. Tony Robbins. Um, let me see what else. So Tools of Titans. I mm. I read that on the past uh, year. I need to reread it because it's an amazing book, and I think that's pretty much it. I'm um, pretty pumped to go into break, Breakthrough Advertising, which is yep. the one that I got that you brought for me. That's that's pretty much it. Cool. Like, well, uh, where can people find out more about you? Um, they just can. They can go to semanticmastery.com. All right. Uh, we have a weekly Q and A, so they can go to semanticmastery.com for slash Hamday. Right. We have a weekly SEO slash digital marketing Q and A, and then in, if they go to hernanvasquez.com slash Facebook, they will be able to join a free Facebook group that I have. And if you search for me, there's also a YouTube channel laying right. around. And what can they? Uh, what kind of stuff would they find in the Facebook group? On um, the Facebook group, they can find a bunch of stuff. Like they can go ahead and ask questions. They can download some free stuff, like free cheat sheets and templates for Facebook ads that I put together. Okay. So that's that's cool. I also from time to time jump in Q and A's and live Q and A's there, so you can ask questions. It's free. There's a lot of people helping each other, and uh, that's cool. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming back on, and I guarantee you, you'll be back on uh, hopefully before the year is up. Oh, looking forward to it. Thank you, Adam. Thanks to you for listening to this podcast episode today. It can be really beneficial to hear about how others approach productivity, organization, and optimizing their business and life. And if you're interested in taking your productivity and efficiency up a few notches, head to www.productivity.academy/start. There, you'll find my Productivity Academy guidebook, which I recommend for all listeners who want to improve their lives and know that there are better ways to getting where they want to go. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.